Today's episode of the B-Movie Breakdown is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash bmovie. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, your Android phone, your, I don't know, you got a, like a Metro PCS, some sort what of deal is that? going on. Is that a robot? What? That's is... like a phone company, like it's like a prepaid phone company thing. Now you just sound like whatever his name was, Mjolnir in his dungeons. Mjolnir? Ex Executioner, what was it? Ex Mjolnir, that's the uh, Thor's hammer. I know what it is, but I don't know that guy's name. Mephistopheles? What was Satan's Mes name? Mephistopheles? What was Satan's name in the movie Dungeon Master? What was that? What was oh, his name? I, uh, Dungeon Master? I yeah. can't remember what his name was. Right, but that the thing you just said reminded me. Something we kept saying it wrong. We, I know, so just pick a version. But anyways, those initials reminded me of his computer's name. Metro PCS. Yeah. Uh, you can also, on your Kindle or any other device you may, or uh, even if you don't have one, you can listen to it on there. Steal it from somebody and listen to <laughs> listen to your audiobooks on Audible. For you, the listeners... Yeah, take somebody's stuff, but please subscribe to Audible. For you, the listeners of the B-Movie Breakdown podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Check out books like Jim Henson, The Biography, Stephen King's It, the movie. was just It just came out. It's crazy, right? You were hyping It for so long, and then it came out as a movie. It came out as a movie. Isn't guess that what? wild? I saw that movie. Wow, that's I, wild. And you know what? A little bit, mini micro-review. Enjoyed it. Good. That's. I need to see it. Is there a clown in it? Yes. Ah! Oh, spoilers. spoilers. I bet you spoiled the audiobook, too. Oh, my God. Spoilers. Spoiler. Guess what? There's children... Oh my and god, it, does it take place, place in the past, kind of? Maybe. Oh shit, I bet, I it, I bet it does. I slightly oh my gosh, now my, man, I now I get, gotta get on Audible and get It as my first free audiobook. Well, how, what does that have to do with the movie? We were talking about Audible. Yeah, but I was doing a mini micro-review for the movie. Yeah, but we're doing an Audible <laughs> review. Get on with the Audible <laughs> review. I was bringing it back to you. <laughs> You I handed it back to you as a little nugget. But you like, can get, what are we talking about this for? This we're doing. Like, I was oh just my. letting the people know it. The people. Go see it. A lot of people did. I really don't have to tell people, but go see it. It's good. Uh, you can also get books like Astrophysics for the People in a Hurry, narrated by Neil deGrasse Tyson, also written by him. But yeah, nothing. Said narrated you said, weird. You said narrated. Narrated. <laughs> narrated. It was like a... It was it's like, like a, Neil and narrated. It's like a Pittsburgh accent. Narrated. Narrated. Yeah, it's like a weird, pit, weird Pittsburgh accent. Weird Pittsburgh accent. Uh, you can download any of those books <laughs> or uh, maybe a book about how to speak in different accents on, uh, or anything else. Learn a language. Uh, Audible.com. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash bmovie. Again, it's audibletrial.com slash bmovie for your free audiobook. Now, enjoy an ad from a fellow FCF Network podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hola. I am Wayne. I'm the rum guy. I'm Kyle. And I'm Adam. <laughs> and we are the Metal Hand of God podcast. Are we? Yes, we are the most... What are we? The most what? Dangerous, I think. Dangerous, that's right. We're the most dangerous, dangerous podcast on the internet. We are! You need a safety vest to watch us? We do. To listen? I guess. Yes. You, you also need a condom. And yes. a hard hat. Yes. Because Very we will we will, we'll get you pregnant! Yeah. Steel toe boots are required! <laughs> so, if you like 
silliness, dick jokes, sometimes serious topics, right? Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely no political correctness whatsoever. None! Then we're the show for you. That's the Metal Hand of God podcast. And remember to keep it, keep it, metal! Welcome to B-Movie Breakdown, episode number 156. 156. I got nothing for that number whatsoever. I don't think we're going to have anything to, for any other numbers. Maybe we let's get like 420, 666, 360 maybe. Man, 666 is so far away and I'm 720, excited. 720, um, yeah. 180. 1080. 1080. Yeah. The, there's just no, it's just not... 156 you know, is just not like a, oh, so this is, not a definite this is, number. That's the episode. 156 is the episode where number jokes are just no more. This yeah. is the episode of Dies. I'm, I'm sick of them. They're you know, dead. put up with your shit. My shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, as always, I'm Corey. Yeah, that's your name. And you are? I'm me. And you are me. You have me. Chunky Monkey Nick. That's, wow, you dude. Just, you keep pulling the bullshit wow, to me dude. shit. It's going to be weird when like... <laughs> Like, I could, like, stab you right now, but then they could still listen to a podcast. It's just, it's, well, I mean, maybe. Well, I'll edit it Some, together. Somebody has some details. <laughs> ah, so uh, details. Details. <laughs> well, you, you say me, so nobody knows who it is, so I gotta explain yeah, who my it name, is. Yeah, my name is Nicholas. That's you, my name. And this is the movie we break down. Not Chunky Monkey Anything. podcast where you find the humor and enjoyment in low-budget films. Enjoyment. That's just my opinion. Awesomely of you. bad films. That's I said true. low budget. They're not always low budget. Not always. Awesomely bad films of the past and present. Home of the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed in the prior episode, so you two can join in on the madness. It's mad. And we are also now part of the FCF network. network. It's been a few weeks now, but we're part of the it's a family network. of shows that are a networking group of podcasts. That this is do true. Podcasts. And there's plenty of stuff to choose from. Lots of content. Lots of content. Hours and some hours. movie related. Uh, Drunken Lullabies is a podcast down there. They do a drunk at the movies thing. Like craft beer? It's a... Listen, well, don't like it. That's so for drunken, drunk at the movies. Oh, but yeah. they're all, it's still on the Drunken Lullabies. Right. Drunken Lullabies that's is more beer-oriented. It is. I was trying to connect it to movies. I understand. For us. I was... For us. I look at the... Couch yes. Pilots, also TV-related. Also. You know, it's yeah. also related. There's plenty of podcasts on the network. Check them all out. FCFnetwork.com. Dot com. Also, shout out to the Tandem Take podcast. Tandem Take. Wolf. Shaw doing a great job over there. Episode four recently. That Good was stuff. I, by the time this one goes up, they'll have five. Nice. Five episodes. That's excellent. That's good. Starting out. What kind of going. topics do they talk about? Just everything that's going on? Yeah, just all bantering. sorts of like absurd news items. Uh, they do a lot of lists. Nice. So uh, there's like a lot of lists on, on the show. Lists are good. We got some good which, lists in our history. Which are good. And they yeah. uh, there's always a, like a beer that's like a theme. So, oh, that's good. You know, it's like a tie-in with the drunken lullabies there. That's true. We should. I should drink whiskey every podcast. That's you probably a bad they, idea. Yeah, there you go. Nope. I mean, we might have some... Bend some, down that road. Yeah, there might be one that exists. There'd be more breakdown than nobody over here no, because of no, no, uh, no. drinks like that. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. You can uh, listen to the B-Movie Breakdown on iTunes. Yeah. Uh, Stitcher. Yeah. Pretty much any podcast app. The They come on your phone now. I, if you have an iPhone, it's there Right when you get you it. Got an iPhone 10, it's there. I don't know anything about the what's like iPhone X, right? I, I th- that's but that's not 10 though because the next one they also announced like iPhone 8, which I think is the next one. If it's an X, it's a 10. Pick your numbers. I don't guys. know what number they're on. Is this? I don't, a, I don't even know which one I have. Nine. I don't know, man. I don't know. Who knows? All I know is that like if you look at it and locks your phone, which is crazy. 
It's got facial recognition software. Yeah, it didn't work, right? I don't know. It was like the big thing at the. Well, people are just thing. worried you're gonna be like, you know, making faces and anyone can just unlock it because who knows? Mm. But it's a weird thing. Gotcha. Well, you can also listen to us on our website, bnbpodcast.com. You can also uh, reach us on that website. You can reach us uh, reach at our out. email, bnbpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and follow us on Twitter at BNB Podcast. We, need, we need to use Twitter probably more often. It's we just, should. Twitter's so cluttered. It's just like a lot of retweets and whatever. But we need to get on Twitter more often. Probably, probably be a good idea. Uh, Twitter probably. We, you know, the episodes go up there in the Instagram stuff, right. so it's it exists. Speaking of Instagram, follow us on Instagram at yeah. Movie Breakdown. Do that. And uh, like us on Facebook. Do that. And if you uh, want to leave a review, do that on the iTunes. What happens if you or do the podcast app? And if you do. Mention a movie you want us to watch, and we will watch that movie in a like a upcoming episode. It'll come in the future. It'll come in the future, just like a lot of. Uh, never mind. What something sexual about coming in the future? Yeah. Okay. Like a lot of boys becoming men, they're gonna come in the future. What? This is weird talk, man. <laughs> Anyways, ignore that and just go to scatterville.com to read all of Nick's stories. Stories. And um, I got a good story wrapping up pretty soon in the next few weeks about a man with a muffler for a hand versus a man, Mr. Montgomery Mogul of a global company. One guy's going to take command. Tune in to see who will do such a thing and click on the universe tab. Read other comics and stories I have. I have not been as active on the social media on the Facebook and the Instagram because I have been writing another story which will come out eventually, but I will not talk about that yet. And then, of course, follow me on the Instagram at, at Scatterville Stories and Facebook at Scatterville Stories also. I need my 10 likes, man. I got nine. Be my number 10. Just like the iPhone. Be X. Be X. Be my X. Be your X. Uh, you mentioned wrapping it up. Uh, yes, but we can keep talking of, to podcasts. Speaking of wrapping things up. Yes. Uh, in this week's movie, there is a store called Condomania. Good. <laughs> and great. that movie would be... I love the two bumpers around my plugs. They're real great. <laughs> it's a good organizational technique we utilized. Yeah, the movie we watched this week awesome. is a sequel to last week's movie. Yeah, this is the end of a franchise. End of a franchise. <laughs> You know that 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 fucking most talked about franchise, Dream a Little Dream Two, the two Corys back six years later. What are Dinger and Bobby up to? Yep. Who knows? Yeah, I don't even know at this point. <laughs> I don't even know, and I watched the movie. God, man. Well, uh, so uh, yeah, like '90s talk. Well, that happens. Yeah, it happens quite a bit. Because There's a lot this, to this talk movie, about in this movie. Well, this movie smack dab in the middle of '90s, '95. Just like me, smack dab in the middle of three Corys. How do you be in the middle of three Corys? I don't you're in the know. The Cory sandwich. The Cory triangle. It's like the a Cory pyramid. Yeah. Cory pyramid. I don't know. There's like three things. Yeah. So what? You're just in like the. Underneath it all, yeah, I'm like King, I'm like King Tut. No, you're at the bottom. You're like you're like the floor that we're on top of the. Pyramid. What is this oppressive talk? <laughs> this is not good. You're just that you're just below all the Corys. That's never true in any world <laughs> where I'm below all the Corys. Yes, every single one. Jesus Christ! You're just you're, just, you're the floor we lay on. No, every Cory is like so. every Cory is like pretty much in the gutter. Anyways, it's oh like, my goodness, that's terrible. One like of them's dead. Bottom of the he's. I know. He's like that's like literally in the gutter. He's not in the gutter. He's, his body is just the, laying in a gutter he's, and like he's in skid his row. He's in his burial spot. He's not in the gutter. That's offensive talk. I wish. <laughs> yeah, fine. Well, maybe you should get your fucking ass out of the gutter. 
Well, I'm getting my ass out of the Stop being a Corey. And talking about Dream a Little Dream 2 yeah. from 1995. It's the best of the worst. This movie, Dream a Little Dream 2. Dream a Little Dream Dose. The sequel. I watched this movie when I was like 10 or 11 years old. How can the human brain... <laughs> didn't you watch, say you watch it like multiple times? I don't know. I just remember seeing this movie. What did you like about this as a child? I know things you like. This has nothing you like in it. Nothing at all. Were you that much of a nerd I, I, that I, you liked Corey Feldman at this and, age? And I really, Was that really enough really, in 1995? Like, I got to see a new Corey Feldman movie. I really... This is going to be real great. I really, like, don't remember... I don't remember... I never seen the sleep? original one. I never saw the first one. Did you have insomnia as a child? This put you to I sleep? Think, I think it was just one of those movies that was, like, playing on HBO late at night or something. And, and I don't know if it... I, I feel like... I feel like this is what happened. I remember seeing, because, like, there's, like, the one, like, sexy and the girl in the laundry, so that, that probably caught my eye. 11-year-old boy. That gets your attention. It got my attention, you know? Yeah. So, like, maybe the next time it was on, I watched it, like, saw it on the like, TV Guide channel. I'm looking for more and, stuff. And saw that it was coming on on the TV Guide channel, and then, like, oh, shit, Jeremy Little Drum 2, I remember seeing part of that. It was with the Magic Sunglasses movie. And, but, like, I legit remember... It's hard to even look at this movie. I mean, I'm just, I know this is, we're speaking to your historical memories. This isn't even the Magic Sunglass movie. <laughs> no, that's They Live. They Live is the Magical Sunglass right. movie. This is like, well, we need some MacGuffin and it's a Magical Sunglasses and we're just going to chase him around the whole fucking time. Like, what worked before? What was that John Carpenter movie? They Live? Okay, let's do that, but like, about people just chasing the sunglasses. And they, uh, we never even get to see through the sunglasses as a viewer. They don't yeah. show us what they're even seeing. Well, you don't see anything. No, they say they see colors. It like right. magnifies things. It's probably just like HD lenses or some shit. Just optimizes the yeah garbage. The this sucks. <laughs> what are we watching next week? First this of sucks. all, look at this poster for the movie. Nobody dresses like that ever in the entire no, movie. But he really looks like Michael Jackson in that picture for no reason. That's definitely like a promo pick. That hundred percent. Never nobody ever dressed like that in the movie. Uh, but one thing I do what remember... Is, what does Corey Haim's shoes even look like? They're like uh, red They're like a million colors. Um, when I was a kid, like, I, I watched, like, Goonies and stuff like that, so obviously I was a fan of Corey Feldman, and I'd seen, like, Lost Boys, and, like, Lucas and stuff like that, so I was a fan of Corey yeah, Haim. Yeah, all those movies have things you could like in them. Right, they're all great movies. And then, like, I remember in the 90s, in the mid-90s, like, all, like, watching those movies more and more... And then they'll be like, oh, this is like Corey Feldman, Corey Ham, they're in movies together. And like, here's these other movies. And then another one I remember watching as well with them was National Lampoon's Last Resort. And at the time, National Lampoon's was just putting out like tons of directed video yeah. movies. And that was one of them. It was starring both of them. And I feel like at times in my brain, like over time, I, I would combine those two movies together. Yeah, because you made a better movie. <laughs> right, but I, I honestly don't. I don't know much about. I think I feel like in Last Resort, there's scenes where they're like taking over people, other people, or something like that. I All haven't I seen that movie, they, so they I can't test to they it. They take over like a resort that was like okay. somebody, their uncles, or something like that, or some shit. I don't know. But Dream a Little Dream Two is one of seven films that featured both 
both Corys. They're in seven, seven movies together. I mean, that's great. I've seen two of them now. Yeah. Recent. In recent Last memory. Resort was actually made before this one. This was like one of the last. This was like one of the last ones. This there was one called Busted in '97, and that featured both of them. That was the last one they ever made together. They were in like a few things. Well, I can't. I shouldn't say that. They were in like um, cameos and things and whatever together. And they there was like a short-lived reality show, the two Corys, and it, that was in like oh seven oh eight. Oh man! And so it was not long before Corey Heyman died. He just never slowed down. And then they were both in one of those Lost Boys directed DVD sequels. They were that they I made remember. Like, they made two of those sequels. I think the first one just had Corey Feldman, and then, and then I think the second directed DVD sequel had both of them. But like I never saw that. I remember seeing the. Uh, like the box for the first one and being like no like I can't I can't do this Kiefer like, came back for that one right yeah Jason Patrick they all everybody they all came back oh shit yeah. does this movie we watched even count as being made I mean it was a movie but like was it made or did it just kind of happen I mean the the whole movie was made except for the climax of the movie that well, part wasn't made I mean there's no way I wish we should what I want this well, podcast to be is us to be involved in a lengthy discussion and then just stop it and say <laughs> see tune in next week um one, best of the I, worst I have one big giant question oh, I think you big one for this one entire big, movie one big giant regret which was watching this movie I don't regret watching this movie. I don't well I didn't and then I did I mean it's like it's like it's just one of those it's like Mrah. But one one big question I do have about this movie. Yes. So they get these sunglasses. Oh God! Yes. From Coleman. From Coleman, who so has it's been a, it's been stated he's been dead. But there's a link. We didn't think there was gonna like, no. After seeing truth. the description, we thought there was just gonna be like the link is the characters. True. And there's a new adventure. True. And we're not gonna mention the past. There is a link. No, they talk about Coleman quite a bit. Yeah. But if I you wanted... don't remember from the last podcast, Coleman was the old man who took over Corey Feldman's body. Right. And he was the main character. You barely see Bobby at all in the first one. Not a lot, except in Dreamworld when he's dicking around. But Bobby, Corey Feldman's there. He's just but I mean, like, the, the active character's Coleman. Right. But anyways. The, yeah. Yeah. So in this movie, they're from beyond the grave, or like maybe after his passing, he had these in his will sent to them, these, uh, these sunglasses. We assume it's his will. We don't know. Right. So my big question is... Okay. How the fuck... Do these sunglasses work? How do they oh, work? You, there's no... Coleman can... Challenge, if he can put his energy into another human, he can put energy into sunglasses. That's what the... Yeah, that's your explanation? Energy was put into them? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Because, like, there do, is do you get no an explanation, explanation in this get, movie. There's not a lot of anything. How, there, there really isn't. He was doing... There's was he a, doing experiments? There's a character that exists. We don't know what he wants him for. We don't know his motivations. We don't even know why he's in the movie. He said he's going to murder the only black guy in the film and then hunt glasses down. We have no idea what his purpose is. Yeah, because like we don't... We never we know... We know nothing we about We never him. know his relationship towards Lena. No, we don't. We So we don't know Lena why... Lena Drago. She got a last name. <laughs> she... He's chasing her. Yeah. So he ends up chasing... Dinger and Bobby in that eventually because and Rachel, yeah, who is Dinger's sister, who is a new character, yeah, and but we really you don't know why that guy Hank or Honk or Hank Hanky Hanky I don't know what you want to call no him. one says his name no one says his it's name just but in he, the has credits. A, he has a credit 
Um, Hank with an E. I yeah, I don't really know. Um, H a n k e. That's how you spell Hank. Yeah, I I don't really know what what his reason for chasing like who who was that guy? Who was she even? She she claimed to know all this stuff about Coleman, which could be just bullshit lies. But like she knew a lot. She knew a lot. So I feel like was she really his research partner? Were they doing experiments? Maybe that black guy was. Could have been. Well, he was. If he got that phone call in the beginning about the address, he knew where, where the, the glasses were being shipped. So who was he calling? And then how do you? What? Maybe he was the. There's like a whole partner. movie before the movie. Right. I feel like adding parts of that would have made this a little more enjoyable. You know, sometimes we like when a movie just like jumps into things and gets things going. You know, we we yeah we, we, we do. But this is a time where like. You, this is a chunk of the movie that was gone that you you almost need. Maybe even a five-minute scene. Or just a little more explanation later. A little later. montage of, 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 of things going on. When you turn this piece of shit on, you get sucked in like, oh, it's because you don't have answers to these questions. So like, oh, okay. And then you watch the whole movie and you get no explanation. You think you'll find out. So and then it's like, oh, I didn't find anything. Great. But yeah, and it's funny because cool. like a movie like this, I feel like a lot of times when I was younger and when movies were... Cause I didn't have the luxury of like on demand and Netflix and uh, you know I know you're old uh, and shit like that. I had movies I had bought we had bought or like I uh, taped on stuff. God, you're so old. But like if I want to watch something new, it was if it was on HBO, I would just watch. I would watch just random ass fucking movies. Yeah, all was the there, time. You'd just, like you stay up all night. That's how I got into watching like Monster Visions shows like that because. Uh, they would always play movies that like I never seen before, no. and and just like oh this is something uh, new or different or whatever. Sure, why not? I'll just watch well, this. Your, your eyes are looking for input, and you only have so many options. Like oh, I'm gonna watch this now. This is the most exciting thing to watch at eleven thirty at night. Yeah, it's probably like a summertime. I was staying up late, and I was just you're done watching talk shows. They're I was, over. I was done playing video games for the night, and just yeah. wanted to watch some TV. And I watched Dream a Little Dream too. Just put it on. Oh, a sequel to a movie I've never this? seen the first one of. Oh, whatever, it's on. I'm sure all these things are explained in the first movie. I'm sure an 11 year old can understand everything going on in this movie. Just watch it and be like, "What?" I mean, there's much to understand. So no, I mean, you follow it. You just gotta go with it. And in the and so like Rachel, we discussed her. Like she that's, is Dinger's, that's Dinger's sister. sister, who we never met before. And but she, that doesn't matter. She's right. She's roommates with Bobby and Dinger out in L.A. now, no longer in Cleveland. No, in L.A. And the relationship between her and Bobby, you kind of get a sense ish. Maybe they might have a thing eventually. You know. Yeah. I, I felt it at one point, but and but after that, I was kind of like, oh, but maybe that's not going to be. Well, a it's thing. also like roommate banter, right? So it's kind of like. And, you know. But you'd think they would have built slowly that maybe one of them was into the other one. And then all of a sudden, like, towards the end, it's just like, well, I like you a lot, and I like you too. Let's make out. It just kind of happens, right? It's just there. All right. Nothing in the movie contradicted it. You just got no sense that it was happening. And and it's, I mean, it's fine. I guess like, I guess their flirting was like, because they kept insulting each other the whole time. Right. So was that when I was like kind of that's, flirting? That's why I yeah. had thought maybe they were gonna there was going to be like a thing between them. And she kept, well, just... Like, she accuses Bobby of being a misogynist, and, like, he talks about her reading her feminazi books. So you have that cool interplay of, like, 90s girl power. Yeah. Like, pushed to the max. But then she ends up kissing this guy. You know, whatever. And, it's just, why, um, fine. Her, she is, I knew I recognized her from something, and it took me a few minutes. I, I, this be, I didn't even look it up or anything. It just clicked in my head. She's in the movie Teen Witch. 
Mm. If anybody's seen Teen Witch, no, don't uh, remember. If that's I have. definitely on Netflix now. It's a, like a Disney movie from the late eighties, early nineties. Has an infamous like rap scene. Is she rapping it. Uh, she does, and this other dude does. And she's she's the Teen Witch, mm. and it's like a it's a song called "Top That." I've seen that. If song. you've seen the video, I've seen it's that like song. A, it's like a yep. viral thing. It's you real know? good. Yeah, "Top That." That's what is from Teen Witch. Great. And she is the Teen Witch. She's More also facts. in Karate Kid Three. More facts. So was she the Karate Kid? Yeah. No, she was not the Karate Kid. Oh. Daniel was still the Karate Kid. In Karate Kid Three, so was? yeah. Oh, does he Daniel's a karate kid. He's in all the, of them. One through three, and then they made the next karate kid, and that's what Hillary Swank before she was like famous, gotcha. she played the karate kid. And then later on, who was it? Uh when they remade was it. Was it Will Smith's son? Yeah. Okay. I've actually heard that that one's like pretty good. I I've never seen it, but I I the the positive things I've heard about that movie is that he like actually like learns actual like like martial arts yeah and uses them in like a legitimate tournament type of thing not just just going to town right just Dan, and like Danielson. jackie chan like as mr miyagi is much more of like he he isn't just some guy like he is like a teacher type of thing yeah it's as opposed to just this old man in the neighborhood who no teaches him a little bit it's like he actually knows it and uses it and it's like a I, I don't know. I I have ne I never saw that. One. Right. I I uh, yeah. Whatever Will Smith's seen, son is. I the, may uh, have seen parts, but I don't know. Maybe was it on like in my office playing? Maybe I don't remember. We would play Jaden Smith. We would play the original Karate Kid a lot, so I got that movie even more memorized in my brain. All right. Well, that's a good one. It is. I probably should watch the sequels then. Second one, they go to they go to Japan. I oh, think. Oh shit. Or China. Mm. Where's Pepperito from? Or do they switch it up? He's Chinese and they went to Japan. Oh, no. Never mind. I'm not going to talk about this. Is he Japanese? Doesn't he yeah, have like I the, say he's, uh, I would the say Japanese flag? I, I want to say he's, he's Japanese. And, well, I'm pretty sure they, they go to Japan. And that so there's like a whole thing with like his old arch nemesis and like his protege and like Daniel. Nice. But like it, I remember it Weird. not being that great. And then in the third one... The guy from the first one who ran the Cobra Kai is yeah. back, and he hires, I think it's like Jeff Fahey or something, plays this guy who he hires to, like, befriend Daniel and, like, try to be his, like, new trainer, but really it's, like, to screw him. Oh, no. And they're really training uh, the dude who played Cody on Step by Step. That guy's scary. He's in, like, all the kickboxer movies yeah, after um, right. Jean-Claude. He plays Jean-Claude's brother. Yeah, in all the movies, right? So like he was just a martial artist, and so when he was even when he was younger, and then he's he's like the kid that he fights. Man, in it. you know what we need to do? We need to not. We need to stop talking about more interesting movies. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about Karate Kid two and three being more interesting movies, but I they're, mean, they're, they're they are better than this. Did all those? Did, they're not. Did, they're not the greatest, but they did are that franchise build this. to nothing? Because I watched two movies, which is right. a franchise that builds to nothing. The third one's just weird. Just like the friendship between like the guy who's supposed to be Daniel's friend and then causes a rift between Daniel and Miyagi. I have too many unanswered questions about Dream a Little Dream and a third one. What are you up to, Corey Feldman? <laughs> well, no, you can't make another one without Dinger. Dinger, Dinger's he is away. Recast him. Dinger is dead as a doornail. Well, he is, but that's rude to say. <laughs> I was trying to say something. I don't know, just multiple D's. Dinger, Dinger moved somewhere else. 
He moved yeah, away. Sure. And then the I don't know. Man. The I want to tell the plot of this movie think, to give him to hype it up, but I, I don't even want to. I think I mentioned it. this last week. What? About that the last movie I remember seeing Corey Heyman was Crank Two. Yeah. He has a small part in Crank Two. Remember those? And I remember being like, Oh holy shit. But yeah, I mean, we 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 said the plot of this movie. They get magic sunglasses. There's a future. There's, a, there, there's this girl who wants them, and yeah. Lena Drago. Lena Drago. She's related. By the way, to Ivan could be. Uh, she's a Russian spy. She's not that Russian. She's but... Fake exit, man. She's raised in America to be a Russian spy. She didn't know a lot of languages. She did. She's a spy. Interesting. Uh, one thing about her though, she had like a like a pretty. Good-looking body, for the most part. <laughs> I don't uh, disagree. Well, because everyone was like, oh, a dream babe, dream babe. But, like, definitely a butterface. Wow. Don't say that. Cause that her okay face thing. wasn't that bad. But, like, compared to Rachel, Rachel way hotter than Rachel Lena. was way hotter than Lena. That's true. Just saying it's true. butterface. That's why. Is that, a, is that a politically correct term these days? Butterface? Butterface? Or is that like Howard Stern? I don't know. Do they use it, do they use it on, all, on all those alt-right websites you go to? <laughs> oh my <that> goodness. <laughs> Jeez. You went from one extreme to another. It's a butterface. And then uh, you're her, her alt-face. Alt or going alt-right. You went alt-right. You just took a hard, hard you wanna right. be? You want to be politically incorrect. You took that hard right. Yeah, just, into, into the wall like Dale. Yeah. Hard right, yeah. Lefts only. Yeah, we're left. We're the, we're turning left here. Yeah, we want to go in the left left the, le circle. the left lane is Butterface, and the right lane. No, is, man, that's where you took it, man. Rights. You want to talk about these inoffen these offensive terms? I mean, it, like I don't Butterface. She's she's nineties babe, not nineties hot like Rachel. Rachel was a nineties babe. Yeah, she was. Just saying, like Rachel was hotter than. Than uh, than Lena. That's why that's why Bobby eventually was making out with Rachel. Well, he was totally about making out with Lena right, when cause... she handcuffed him to the bed, which is a dream he had before because Coleman was sending warnings to them in their dreams from beyond the grave. Like these are things that could have been great to explore. No, further. no explanation, no exploration, no explanation, <laughs> no exploration nothing. or explanation. I There's mean, nothing. It's and the whole movie is essentially a. Where are the sunglasses? Yeah, it's not like we have sunglasses. Because what the sunglasses do, do we even explain what they do? I thought what they were going to get them and, like, use them. To, and then, then, like, they start, like, doing things that they shouldn't be doing with them. Right. And then, like, somebody catches on. There's, like, two sets. And one set allows you to control another person through emotion. Whoever's wearing the other pair. Right. So it's a one-way conduit of energy. And that just sounds like a dangerous tool. Yeah. Which Lena... Man... Which Lena experiences. And remember how, like, in the beginning of this movie, Bobby, when you're visit him now, because this is like six years later. Yeah. He's like super straight laced. Yeah, he's all against talking about reading, Coleman. Reading the stocks. Yeah, because he's a big businessman who works at a sunglass store. Yeah, he works at a fucking sunglass hut on Melrose Avenue in Los Angeles. And reads the newspaper stocks. Like, I mean, it's not a sunglass hut, but. It's a sunglass it's hut. It's a sunglass hut. And so, like, I guess in the 90s, I don't know. No, don't you remember how big of a deal sunglasses were? They were huge. Remember they had the ones that flipped up? Your sunglasses? And then there were fake glasses on the inside? Guess who had a pair of those? This guy right here, right here. Man, you're just so cool. <laughs> they weren't ones with, like, the wacky, like, on the outside. You know, they, some people have, like, the peace sign. Yeah. Sunglasses. They were just, like, regular black. 
I can't compete Sunglasses with this. And I, flip, I would flip them up and be like, yeah, it looks so fucking awesome. Is this what you'd say in the mirror before you went out in the town? No, I would just say that when I was oh, walking out around. in public? Yeah, when I was like nine years old. At the old. grocery store with your mother? Yeah, I was just like, I look fucking like, cool. Yeah, I was like, how look how fucking cool I am. Yeah, you tap this old lady in the shoulder, she's picking out her, her bananas. You're like, hey, look how fucking cool I am. I'm like, hey, I got a banana for you. Yeah, oh, good. Great. <laughs> Help me unpeel it. Help me unpeel my nine-year-old dick. Wow! I mean, that's what we're talking about, which is inappropriate. <laughs> you just had to phrase it literally. <laughs> some nasty shit, man. I'm getting this old some potassium. I don't want to hear anything about this. This is not good talk. Your nine-year-old... <laughs> unwrapping your nine-year-old dick. This is the worst talk. <laughs> this is going to be my dream... My nightmare little nightmare later. <laughs> nightmare little nightmare. Uh, yes. That could be like the, the third one. Great. Yeah, because Coleman, did Coleman, we never, we don't know if the sunglasses get sent, like, because it's his will, it gets sent to them after the fact, or if he was able to evolve and just exist in the ether of the world. Yeah. So, like, can Coleman just exist in, like, the dream world? Can, well, I, real quick, though, um, Nightmare Little Nightmare, I think that is just Corey Feldman's, like, music career right now. Oh, that's fair. Just, that's Nightmare Little Nightmare. God, man. <laughs> it's Nightmare After Nightmare. Oh. <laughs> the Nightmare progresses. I, I can't. Shouldn't judge fully. I have not seen it live. Yeah, so what do you be in this hypocritical I, 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 judgment train? But over I, here? I do, uh, I saw like footage. Yeah. And I saw the Today Show thing. But um, a fellow uh, FCF Network uh, podcaster, Dustin, uh, mentioned recently that he had he saw Corey Feldman live. Did he really? This past summer when he was on his, uh, I don't know, train wreck tour. I don't know what else, to, I don't know what it was actually called. Did, with did, his um, angels, with his angels. Did Dustin um, describe how this happened? Like, how, how was his show? How, was it top notch? I think he said it was not good. That's unfortunate. I'm totally shocked by that. I figured he put on a great musical performance. I figured he'd be moonwalking across. Um, I guarantee all over the place. he probably covered at least like three or four Michael Jackson songs. Ah, By the way, he... if you want to follow Corey Feldman on Instagram, yeah, well, how, where do you reach him at? It's at C Dog with two G's twenty two. That's awesome. That's his legitimate, like real Instagram. Your name's Corey. Why isn't your C Dog? <laughs> like, he are you, you C Dog twenty one? He couldn't have just got co at Corey Feldman, real Corey Feldman, or. That would be too professional. At the real Corey or that something. That would be too. He he. That this is the ID he picked out. In 19... That's like that's like his like aim. He picked it out that's in 1996. His screen name. He picked it out in 1996 and he stuck with it through every social media after. You can email him at cdog with two g's twenty two at aol.com. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He popped in that CD and was like, "This is my account." He still has that email. Cdog. You should email cdog twenty two at aol.com and see if it still exists. You're like, hey, do you like your movies? Remember a friend of ours, uh, I'm assuming now probably has changed since changed email addresses. No, he hasn't. You don't know that for sure. I do know. But he somebody we knew had an AOL email address easily three to four years ago still. He still has And was it. still using it. Why would it change? Because like you got to grow up at some point. The man has one N in his name. He still has that address. I mean, if you think so. But that's like a... I, I applaud that, though, for sure. Sticking to your guns. Yeah, he said, this is not, me. Not switching to, like... No. Even at one point, you know, like, after AWOL, it's like, I had a Yahoo one for a long time. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I got real smart, and I was like, you know, Gmail. Maybe I should have some Gmail. Maybe I should go to But Gmail. do you remember how big of a... Like, back in the day, nobody... Everyone was afraid to put their original name on the internet. Like, there was nobody... Like, I could have had, you know, my first and last name at, for whatever, and I could have had that 
probably still today, but I picked some random name, some code yeah, name. Well, yeah, it was just like a handle. Keep it, right, to keep just it. Just like gamer, I mean, it's evolved to keep it, into gamer tags. Right, like, like your that. superhero name for the internet. I wish I could remember what my, like, first, uh, like, AOL, like, screen name was. Mine were conglomerations of Autobots, Grimlocks, Dinobots. One of, one of mine, I remember, the was... The year of my birth. Was, like, uh, Have You Seen My Ed? And it was a Iron Maiden reference. Yeah. That That's was cool. <laughs> it was cool, and it was a lot for me to read. I got sick of reading it. Have You Seen My Ed? 666. Yeah, and I was like, that part's cool, but, like, this is long. <laughs> That's so cool. This is long. What an edgy guy. But like I don't remember what the one there were there had to be one before that I just don't remember. I'm glad when I was little I was more into like robots and dinosaurs and stuff and not demons in hell because I could have had some great ones. But <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go down that route until later in my life when I became an adult. But then again I don't have it's not my real name and stuff now. I don't have fake handles. Right. Most people don't have fake No, some places I'll have a fake last name just for fun. That's my Donald Pug name. Right. Nikki Terrano. Yeah. But, like, it's still Nick. It's still my name. Yeah. So it's not, like, you know, Goremaster87. No, I think... I mean, the only place nowadays usually people only have that stuff is, like I was saying, video games. Yeah. Like, on your PlayStation or Xbox or something, you you don't... Nobody uses their actual name. People just... You come up with right, a, just make up a witty, punny gamer tag or something. Right. Screen names. It's <laughs> good talk. Names. Uh, good well, talks. you're talking about the night, like screen names in the 90s and stuff. This movie, mega 90s. Oh, yeah. From the way everybody... Like, I mean, obviously it took place in the 90s, but, like... Just some of the way some people dress, like obviously some people did dress this way, but like Corey Haim's character is like he's like he's like really trying hard to be Polly Shore. Yeah, he's that type of nineties. And, and at this point in time too, ninety five was probably like slowly Polly Shore fading out of the weasel. Yeah, like when once Polly Shore did like in the army now and like jury duty and stuff like that, he shaved his. You know, he yeah, he cut his hair. Cut his hair, and he wasn't doing like the weasel thing anymore, and dressing like all flamboyant and stuff like that. But I mean, that's yeah. Dinger was an archetype, though. He's a you know the '90s stoner kid. Yeah. But like he was, he's in a meditation, and he's into his um, his smoothies and shit. He mixes up whatever those smoothies were. They look eggshells, and does he? Well, he just put his whole breakfast into a blender yeah. and drank it. And Corey Feldman was just really still into being Michael Jackson because we had to watch a whole. Another dance scene where he performed as Michael Jackson. Basically. Yeah, Dinger had the glasses on and he was controlling him. Yeah, so Dinger made him dance that way. Yeah, okay. Well, that was Dinger's idea. Yep, it was Dinger's idea considering Corey Feldman is one of the co-producers of this movie and contributed some of the music. Some that, of those are his... That, that song that he did was his was a song that he made. That makes sense. Yeah. It makes a lot of it sense. Makes, it makes way too much sense because, man... He just really wanted to be my... But like, do I don't know, like, like, he just... Uh, I wonder what point... Like, we were talking about last week, like, it might have been Dream a Little Dream, the first one, is when he's really getting... In, real hard. Like, I, I mean, it's cool to, like, idolize somebody, and then you're friends with them, but, like, to just want to be them... Right, like, so you, hard. you just opt out of making your own identity, and you're just like, I'm this guy now. It's like, oh, man. I'm this guy. Couldn't you be... Couldn't you, like... Mi couldn't you mix that? The movie starts out with Bobby being this straight-laced dude, and then he ends up in just a t-shirt, pants with a ridiculous belt, and a Michael Jackson jacket. Cool. Very professional. Read those stocks. Yeah. How's how's the Dow Jones doing, Bobby? Real good, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, I know that... Um, um, 
Sorry, I lost track of the thing. I, was I don't say. know. You're talking about stocks, and I lost track of the thing I was going to respond to that with. Just keep thinking. So, but like the whole movie, just try and give it some direction. Is literally just they get the glasses, and then the glasses get stolen because they're having dreams that Coleman inserts into their brains somehow through his magical powers. And Bobby has a dream where he's handcuffed to the, his own bed, and he sees this beautiful woman with a butterface, evidently Lena Drago, and how she's telling him how she's going to teach him how to make love like a real man. And then, like, this is just a dream he has. Then it happens in real life, but she uses it because he just lets strange women into his house. So then she handcuffs him to the bed, and he thinks his dream's going to get acted out. But then he just tells her that the sunglasses that they got from Coleman were taken to his sunglass hut to show his boss, whose name is Lester, who just looks like some pervert because he's got long hair and a shitty suit and his name's Lester. So he's probably a pervert of some kind. We don't get any details about how he's a pervert. I just right. assume he looks like one. But so then the glasses are there and then Lena goes in and breaks in. And this is when Digger lives one of his dreams because he works next door at the sex factory Wherever the fuck it was. Condomania. Great, thank you. It's a condom See, store. I, I just didn't want to say they it. They both worked at very specific stores. One was a sunglasses store, which exists, and the other one was a store that just sold condoms. It had, like, two windows. It's a real it shitty... It was, like, a big store. It's a real shitty, like, and clerk's if it was, analogy. If it was just a... Like a sex, a sex shop. shop. That makes sense. A porn store. Sure, it makes sense. Make sense, but just condoms... How could you have that store? It was bigger than the sunglass place. And he was trying to sell one individual girl in the beginning on like one condom. Yeah. He's like, you got to put like, what are you talking about? What? A, how is this place even open? That, that place had literally been open like a month and it closed two months later. Condomania. <laughs> There's no way it lasted more than four months. No. This is like, this is done. But, um, um, real quick. Yes. Though, no, go ahead. We were talking about the whole Michael Jackson, like obsession yeah. thing. I just want to touch on it before I forget. Don't. Yeah, so like never forget. Uh, Feldman, he testified in defense of Michael Jackson during like the child yeah. molestation stuff. Yeah. And then later on in his life, he had mentioned that, uh, well, he essentially ended up accusing Michael Jackson of having damaged his childhood by befriending him and then abandoning him. Oh, no. Yeah. He said uh, that he did more good than bad, or more bad than good when by befriending and mentoring a lot of kids and by dro dropping them when he got bored with them. Wow. He said he did real damage in my overall life. I was a 12-year-old boy who was hurt by his family and ignored by people at school. Michael would sit and talk to me for hours and he would listen. Then he would get bored. The biggest thing that Michael's done to children is befriending the ones that are in need and then abandoning them. That's rough, man. This, he said that before, uh, in 2008, he said that. So. Michael and Prince. But when he died, um, he was, uh, Corey Feldman was like in shambles, basically. They, they, man. Like he, he could barely like pull himself together for like days. <sighs> When Michael Jackson died. He imprinted on him so hard. <laughs> like his only friend. And then Michael's like, yeah. I am bored with you. Where's Bubbles? Yeah, where's that monkey? It was a monkey named Towel. What? Didn't he have somebody named Towel? Blanket is his kid. Oh my god. <laughs> that was one of his kids, Blanket. I know, I didn't know whose name was what. Monkeys and then the girl, kids. I don't know the girl's name. She was on something recently, and I was like, oh, she's pretty, she feels, seems pretty normal. 
know. I mean, she doesn't have a dad anymore. But Cabbage like, Patch. Oh my God, that was real intense. Well, just, she doesn't. But like, wow. But like, she nice. probably just stays out of the. Right. She just exists and lives right. a life. But she was is, on something. I remember seeing her and being like, "Oh, know. she looks. So she seems pretty normal. Normal person. Not like weird or nothing." Because you'd expect, like, I don't know, you lived a weird lifestyle where you were, like, hidden from the public and then, like, wore, like, sheets over your head and stuff when you would go out. And, I don't know, you'd expect somebody like that to maybe just not be, you know, you know, all there. The human mind is very resilient. His son, though, I think that was Blanket. I, I don't know him what's going All I know is there was the South Park episode with the... Uh, I know. Hey, Blanket. Yeah. I'm just trying to compose thoughts now that I'm thinking about Michael Jackson's life. Right. It's a lot going on there. There's a lot. There was a lot. A lot of weird stuff going on. Just like in this movie, lots of weird stuff going on. I really, uh, I don't, one thing I don't understand about this movie, there was a biker guy who was basically Coleman in the dreams, but like through like after death. Yeah, in those in those dreams they were having, he was like a biker guy, and he, he was, was like a little heavier set, but they kept calling him a fat biker guy. Yeah, big fat biker guy. Yeah, they said big. He wasn't big, even fat. big. He's just like an old. He's like a dude. Yeah, he was he's just, just like a dude. He was a little chubbier, but he wasn't like a big fat guy. No, he's just a big guy. I mean, you think a, like when he wasn't think, even a big guy when though? Like big fat guy. It's like somebody that's like four hundred pounds. Right. You think like the, the principal from Billy Madison? Like that's a big fat guy. There, I mean, you could you could call. There's a mobster in the movie that she's trying. That to, guy's bigger than that. That Lena was trying to sell the glasses to, because the her whole plan of getting the glasses was just to sell them to, I guess, the mob for five million dollars. Well, the thing is, you saying the mob? I don't know what. I don't know either. He could have been part of some legit some government agency. He could have been part of some well, CIA network. He did say like, if you sell them to me, like you have to uh, forget everything. Like these sunglasses don't exist anymore. Yeah, make them disappear. And then so she, but that's worth talking about because um, maybe he just worked for Sunglass Hut, and he oh didn't want God. them to go to the competitor Lester Sunglasses or whatever the hell that place was called. Lester Sunglasses. Sunglasses Emporium or something. So he was a Sunglass Hut guy. When this five million dollar uh, debate is going on, Rachel and Bobby have snuck into this hotel, and they're hiding underneath the bed, in the room where this conversation is going on. We established that one pair of sunglasses allows you to control the mind of someone who is wearing the sunglasses. Mm -hmm. Lena does a demonstration on this man who may or may not be a mobster or a CA agent, and she gets him to drop his pants, and he doesn't remember that he dropped his pants. Mm -hmm. So he's like, oh, these work. Okay, it'll be five million bucks. And then he does a counteroffer. It'll be five million bucks. And how about you let me put the ones you have on, and you put the ones that I have on so I can control you. And then she's like, okay, sure. And then he's he's ramming. He, they're having serious sexual intercourse on the bed where Bobby and Rachel are hiding underneath. Right. And it's real intense. But the thing is, at that point, and like he could just does that mean he's like raping her now because he took over her mind? But she agreed to put the glasses on, so it's like whatever you want to do to me is okay. Right. Yeah. So like, just well, go she, ahead. She did agree because she didn't have to give him the glasses. Right. She was okay with and it. He said, like, you give me the glasses and we'll have, this will be part of the deal. And she's like, five million bucks? She's like, whatever, fine, I'll take a fucking pounding from this guy for, yeah, for five right. million dollars. Right. It's like, damn. But, like, he wasn't, like, fully mind control. I guess it was just, like, 
Well, like, why didn't even have to put the glasses on? If she was going to bang him anyway, this is what I mean. Without the glasses, this is what well, I mean. Maybe it's like a way of like he gets to make sure that like everything he wants had to happen happen. Is it like, like he is wants, it like, like a, handcuffing her to a bed in a way because she just loses all control then because he can just make her do whatever? Yeah, she's just like a dummy. It's like twirling around on that dick. Why would you? Why would any human being agree to that? It wasn't like it was her boyfriend. It was just this guy. Right, and she's maybe, like, go ahead. Maybe she's into it though. She knew all the sexual exploits of those glasses. That's true. So maybe she was into it. That was her thing. She she'd done it too many times. She's like, there's no the only way I can get off now. Yeah, because if we didn't if we didn't mention it before, no, it's right. If we didn't mention it before, right? She said she was doing it, whether it was a lie or not. I think we mentioned it. Kind Sexual of. experiments with, with with Coleman. With Coleman and like what? Coleman was in love with one woman and one woman only. He was obsessed with her. So yeah. then, what does this mean? Like you mentioned, we're watching. Did Gina die? And then he just starts having sex with this assistant, and like they they transplant their energy into these glasses. What is going on, Coleman? <laughs> You're a fucked up dude. Yeah. But they could have just been lies because Lena is a crazy person. She just wants right. money. She just wanted money. So who knows what story she tells her true. The movie tells you nothing. <laughs> and she could have just been an assistant who got wind of these glasses. She could just be the fucking secretary that knows how to use a gun and speaks like eight languages. And wears a cool purple dress. She could be like a supervillain, like Miss Purple or some shit. <laughs> Something real dumb in her purple thigh highs and blazers. It's very color coordinated. Yeah, she very she I mean purple. She wore purple the whole movie. She wore the same outfit the whole movie. That's what I mean, like a supervillain, like Miss Purple. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, one thing I wanted to mention uh, as well. Yes. When remember when they were eating breakfast and uh, you were talking about the shakes before? That's I was. I, yes. The Bobby. Yes. He was eating just like the. Oh my god. He was eating basically like a whole loaf of. Bread. It didn't make any sense. It was. It was like a gourmet bread. It was like the like if you go buy like a thing of like a, like an Italian loaf from like the store. Yeah. That's like what he was eating. It's something you're supposed like just to. Just a baguette, just like a big ass. You're so supposed to cut it in the half. Well, cut it in the middle, then cut it in half because you could fit two giant burgers inside this fucking bunny head. But he's yeah. just eating the bread. And he only buttered a quarter of it. Right. That kind of drove me nuts. It doesn't make any sense. Because he was buttering it for a while. Yeah. And then when they showed it, he only buttered like the corner. We could do. There almost, was a lot of butter on that corner. I'm sure we could almost do a whole podcast on how people are acting in movies and the food they're eating or the way they're eating it makes no sense because they're worried about acting. Right. Like it's just you're just but throwing like usually, shit in your mouth. Usually it makes sense. Kind of. But like this time it was. It made no sense. It, it was really it was really off putting. Just like the v, uh, Volkswagen ad. Yeah, twice. Volkswagen and Cleveland paid a lot for this movie. Yeah, well, especially Cleveland, but Volkswagen, he just stopped where he's like, there is none better. Like, why do you have to sing? Why do you have to well, put this tagline Because, out there? yeah, it was the first. They were driving in the car chase from Hanky, and then Hanky. he's he's making, Bobby's making weird turns, and then they're, they're the cute ban the banter, the dialogue. I was going to say banter log. That's not a word. But the banter log that was happening between Rachel and, um, and Bobby, she's like, what are you doing? This is a Volkswagen. And then it ends with him, like you said, redeeming mm -hmm. Volkswagen. Like, oh, it's a great car. None better. What? Yeah, it was really weird. If it was a better car, you would have fucking put a top on it so when you got in it next time, uh, there wouldn't be a bad guy in the back with a gun. The thing is, anytime they were being, that anytime they were being chased, they could have easily gotten away. Yeah, on foot, in I, a car. In the hotel, so many times, especially once... Just leave the hotel! Once they had the glasses... Leave the hotel! But it, maybe it was destiny for them to go on that roof because it was part of the dream. Yeah, because... It was going to happen. It predicted the no future. what they did. They weren't trying to avoid it, though. They could have, though. They could have changed the future. 
Because they could have gotten away so many times in that hotel. Well, they had to stick around for the chase scene because how many times did they bash Hanky in the head with something hard? Right. He got bashed in the face with like a fire extinguisher. And they had to like give, a bucket of paint. And they had to give us that scene with the janitors, the maintenance guys. Yeah, who are the best characters. They, I mean, that's your opinion. I think the best character, Hanky. Or Hank. Hanky sucks. <laughs> How about the how about his the, facial expressions? Everything about that guy, he was just like even at the end after he gets knocked out and he comes to the roof where everybody's at, he's like, "Hey everybody!" He got crazier it's just and like, crazier. It's just like this weird like, "Hey everybody, yeah, what a, are you doing? He, I'm a bad guy." He's a kooky character. He talked like that. It was really bizarre. He it was sucked. like sometimes he had some sort of like accent, possibly East Coast. Yeah, was, but then and it, sometimes he didn't. It wafted in and out. It was real... It wasn't good. It, a Cleveland accent? Is that a thing? I don't know, man. He wasn't from Cleveland. Really. How, about, how about the psycho preacher who's preaching in an alley where no, oh, one, where no one even is? With a, with a, he was dumpster diving and got a bag of glasses because when Lena stole the glasses from the, the place from Lester's sunglass hut, she grabbed a bunch of random ones for no reason. And then she threw them in a dumpster. She, she wasn't even going to sell those. Well, she was in a hurry when the alarm went off, and so she just grabbed a bunch. Right, I'll but, give her an excuse. But if you knew that the glasses were there, you just pick out two and you leave. Weird. Well, they all look the same. Remember, because everybody at the end, everybody put on those glasses. Oh, and, and we didn't. Are which. Not that it matters, but there's very few details to point out anyways. Where do they get all the glasses at at the end, by the way? What do you mean? The ones that... Remember the... when they're on the rooftop and everybody puts on glasses? Yeah, it's because he had, Bobby had some from the bag. He had extra glasses he threw out to confuse oh, everybody. What's the... There, he had them. That was, yeah, they're planning to get him. Mm. But when Lena stole the glasses, she locked Dinger in a room, and then the alarm went off, and she ran away. This is why Dinger is in jail, which is why we right. need to mention that. Dinger busts the door down he as the alarm's going off, and the cops were the right. The cops would have found a crazy man locked in a room and assumed he was innocent. And so they see this guy on the ground. Well, one, they probably would have been like, why are you in here? And then they would have saw that he had keys, and he's not supposed to have keys because he doesn't work there. Which, he was in trouble anyways. So, yeah, he's in trouble. And it's funny because even in the opening credits, we know noticed that Corey Hames' name was further down. And just like in the last movie, his name was further down on the credits. It was. Even though it's a movie definitely billed as down. A, a two Corys movie. Right. Uh, he, I think he's in this one more he than is. he is in the other one. He's in a lot. He's in like the first half, and then it becomes the, the Bobby and Rachel adventure. Right. And then well, just, he's in jail, so he, he can't really do much. He's no. in the dream sequences, and then when he meets the uh, fat biker guy. Who doesn't know anything, and then by the time they're done, they're like best friends, and he knows all about seances, and he's like, is it just Coleman in disguise? Is he playing coy? Well, I mean, if Coleman just decided he wanted to go to jail for three to five years, he can get out. Coleman is jumping through bodies. What, what, is he, what did he do in that guy's body? <laughs> murder somebody just like that uh, Hanky did? He murdered that black guy in the beginning? No yeah. one's looking for this killer? This Just like, you know what I mean? Like, somebody got murdered, and, and he, it's not like he was wearing gloves or anything. He touched shit in that apartment. Right. He touched everything. Maybe he cleaned I mean, it before he left. I mean, obviously, in 95. Uh, things like certain CSI type of things weren't uh, as advanced. They didn't have the best, hence like the DNA sequencers. Like uh, the whole OJ thing. 
Right, that would have solved it real quick. Yeah, well, things real, would have got solved a little differently real quick. nowadays with something like that. But he was like fingerprints all over the place. And if he's from the area, which we can only assume that he's from the Cle greater Cleveland area. Who knows? He could have been chasing this broad forever. We don't know anything well, about him. I don't know if he was chasing her forever because if she got wind of Coleman stuff and Coleman is based in Cleveland, you have to assume that she's from the same area. I don't know, though. I don't know. I have no idea. Who knows? She's like I said, she's a Russian spy, so who knows what she was I doing? I mean, you're just making that part up. Well, tell me something else to go on. You're making stuff up. You're just assuming they're from the Cleveland area. Well, I mean, because that's what the movie provided me with the information. It didn't give were, you any of those details. Because they were talking about getting out of Cleveland. Remember, yeah, she's like, I just want to get out of this town. Yeah, but she was just feeding this other black guy lies. She she could have been lying the whole time. Don't say this other black guy. There's only one in the whole movie. Ah, you're right. You can't just, say other black guy. Well, it was like other guy, but then he's the only black guy in the movie, which is like, they go to L.A. and there's not one black guy in 95. Yeah. That's not good. Try to think. There's no other, there's no, how, do you even see any, like, Hispanic people? Like, not really. It's Los Angeles. Uh, Rachel for tries to play off as a Hispanic person. Yeah, because that's the only time you can invoke Spanish is when you're a maid. Well, she she drives French first. Oh, that's also a stereotype. French first, then Spanish, then something else, and then she goes with Spanish, then switches it to French, and then just is like, fuck it, bye. Oh, and then she was she, Southern. She went Southern accent. See you later. What? It was weird. What is that about? It was bizarre. All right, so we described the whole movie. Now we have to describe the ending. We didn't discuss like, it. Not really. There's a rooftop. There's a rooftop scene. exchange where the money is going to be distributed. The right. five million dollars. They have the glasses. And Corey, this is and between thing, the supposed mobster and Lena. One thing that frustrates me about the end of this movie, not just the we'll get to, things yeah. that happen, but like yeah. So Corey Feldman ends up. They all put the glasses on to see who has the actual ones. Lena has the ones that that get mind controlled. Corey Feldman, Bobby, has the ones that can mind control. Correct. So. He wins, basically. So he wins, and he's going to like, I'm going to kill myself, blah, 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 with, with, Ray, with uh, Lena. Well, he was just going to make her point the gun to her head until the cops came. Right. So that's, so she's holding herself hostage. Right. So when Hanky or Hank or whatever, he comes out pointing the gun at everybody, like, you know, put the put the sunglasses down, give me this stuff, put the gun... He could have made Lena just point the gun at him. They could have had some sort of standoff just between the two. Right. Two bad guys, so no one's in danger. Like, nobody who matters. And then just had him shoot. They could have just shot each other or something. Right. Done. That would have made way more sense than Corey Feldman giving up the glasses, and then in turn, because he gave up the glasses, he can... Hanky cannot control anybody, and then he... Well, he just... Points a gun at Lena and tells her, "Like, give me the yeah, gun." Yeah, he well, he makes or give Corey give Bobby the gun. Right. So Bobby's gonna like he's gonna make Bobby basically kill Rachel. Rachel and Bobby's been having visions of this happening. Right. Coleman's been warning him. So he so he's been having these visions, and uh, Dinger is also like channeling him at the same time. Yeah, Dinger and so his prison buddy. All this channeling and you know premonitions and things like that. Ca like allow him to defy the power of the sunglasses and he doesn't shoot Rachel. He no. shoots the bad guy, Hanky. In the leg. And he goes, ah! He, and then it cuts he's to, like, ah! He falls down. And then, it, and then it cuts to Digger getting out of jail, which is fine. That makes sense. And then it cuts to Bobby, Rachel, and Digger all back at their house laughing about the sunglasses, blah, blah, blah. And then... Bobby... What happened on the roof? We don't even need to talk about the very end because the very matter. end is just Bobby and, Bobby Rachel, and Rachel kissing. The glasses have been destroyed. Dinger's fine with it, right. but then 
What Dinger went to his room to go get something, and they never explained what that was because he just laughed and went and laid in his bed. Well, he was gonna, what was he? He was gonna bring something back to him, but I forget. what He never it was. said what it was. He goes, "Oh, I got something to," and then he went and right, and saw then them kissing. They and were laughed. kissing in the kitchen, and he's like, "Yeah, bone my sister." And then he walked <laughs> into his bedroom with the door open, yeah. so he's gonna hear everything. But the rooftop, we don't know. We don't. What know. happened to Lena? Where's the money? What happened to the mobster? Where's the money? What happened to Hank? Where's the money? Like, did What's... Rachel and uh, Bobby like deal with the situation? Did the cops come? You know, did they have to explain a story? Not that you need to see them explain a story, but that could be a part where, like, you know, they're like walking out of the building talking to the cops or something. Right. Real quick. I don't know. Cut to the opening. Cut to with like the inside of a police station and just show everybody in handcuffs. Like. Oh, they're all going to jail. The mob guy, Lena, Hanky. Nothing. It's just done. You literally don't get to see the end of the movie. We watched two movies for it to go. No, it's just done. We, well, I guess we saw the very end, like the end of the movie, but like the climax. No, it's just The ending done. of the movie. No, what? it's taken out. No. Nope. It's just not there. Bye. What happens? A guy gets shot in the leg, and then what? What happens? Literally nothing happens. You built up these characters or these things, and then it's just like that's. It's almost like whatever you know. It's it's almost they just got sick of filming a movie. Like ah, the good guys win. We're in charge of our own emotions. We don't need to be controlled by other people. What a bullshit theme for a movie is that? It doesn't make any sense. We're in charge of our own destinies. We don't need these glasses that have can mind control, but only one way. So you can just make somebody your slave. What does that even mean? I don't know. What did I even watch? It's frustrating. Because some parts of the movie were fun, but some were kind of boring. But it got me just, it was pulling me along. So I was hoping to get some more details to solve these mysteries. And then there's no, just done. Just, just completely done. Just doneers. Doneers? Is it like a dinger? Dun dinger. Dun dinger. Ring dinger. Ring dinger. Uh, well, next week we have a real ring dinger of a movie. We're going to be hyping this up. Hyping it up. On the social media. On the social media. In the future, in life. In life. In life, yeah. Just walking around telling people. I will. Next week, we are going to watch Bigfoot the movie. It's an, on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. You can get it on Blu-ray. You can get it on Google Play, iTunes, uh, YouTube. Down, You know, pay for it on YouTube. They, uh, you can pretty much get it. Anywhere, anywhere you can, but if you have Amazon Prime, you can also watch it on there. And it's a newer release, correct? And it's also available on the website BigfootTheMovie.com. BigfootTheMovie.com. Yeah, BigfootTheMovie.com, directed by Jared Show. Jared Show. Jared Show. And uh, the Bigfoot has come to town of Elwood City, PA. It's causing big problems. Now it's up to four town locals, Chuck, Dale, Burl, and Kate. To take him down. If you are planning to watch this movie with us, you should. Well, I mean, sometimes it's best not to watch a trailer, just get thrown into it, but you should watch this trailer. It shows you're in for some good stuff. That's true. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited as well. I'm very pumped. We, we, uh, this is one where we were in contact with Jared. Correct. So, uh, about Thank this movie. Jared. So, we'll get some, we'll, we might have some more insider information about this movie, uh, after we watch it. So this should be yeah. Uh, when the time comes, it's going to be a great. Should be quite interesting. Next week will be Bigfoot the movie. Yeah, Big Bigfoot the movie. Like him on Facebook, Bigfoot the movie, as well. I'm doing that as we speak. Beautiful live live yeah. like live like live like on tape. Believe that. 
Believe that. What? So, yeah, believe that. Believe that. Yeah. Yeah, it's my Roman Reigns. I know tie-in. what's going on. This is why I tried we... to work in wrestling at least once. That's fine. I don't think I did last week. Unlike John Cena, you will see this movie. Does he not see movies? No. <laughs> he can't see them. He can't see them? He can't see them. That was the other way around. They can't see him either. Well, movies they can't see anybody. His... Oh, so you think? Whoa. That's a concept I'm working on. I just thought about right now. More we, movie sees. Movies see you. They learn. They that adapt. just sounds like something like Last Action Hero. No, it's not. Because the movie is a living entity. It's not people in the movie. Yeah, but the movie is a living entity in Last Action Hero. The movie is living? Well, like the... the like people come out of it, right? But no, and in the it, movie, they go in it. the movie is a collective consciousness of everyone in the movie. It's a sentient being. It's like a hive computer. I just thought about this right now. It's a cool idea. This has nothing to do with what we're gonna watch next week, Corey. This it's, isn't it's, fan fiction time right it's, now. It's true. All right. It's, it's unfortunate. Next week, we're watching next Bigfoot week, the movie. Next week, Bigfoot the movie, the mullets, the mullets, the mullets, the mullets, and bullets are about to fly next week. On the B Movie Breakdown, come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. B Movie Breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B Movie Breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B Movie Breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B Movie Breakdown. Fakakta Comedy Funhouse Network.